Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Common Geek Roundtable. I am your host for today, Robert Byler, Editor-in-Chief for CommonGeek.tv, filling in for Podcast Director Tom Van Orden. I am joined today by Managing Editor Adam Houck. Hello. Adam, how are you today? I'm pretty good. How are you? Uh, pretty good. I think we're going to get uh, right into the meat of it. Uh, been a, cool. Been a pretty interesting week in the news for the nerds out there, like ourselves. Yes. Yes, it has. Um, you want to start us off with your main topic? Yeah. Um, I read this uh, the other week. Uh, well, it wasn't this week, so I'm kind of SOL on that. Well, no, it didn't. I thought weren't most of the main announcements made this week. Well, I think so. Let's let's talk about yeah. it. So, uh, the Watchmen are getting an HBO series. Yeah, I, I know uh, Zack Snyder signed on for it, and I'm like, yeah, let's let's make this happen. So, with Zack Snyder signing on, did they have mention anything about the? Uh the movies, like I mean, are the characters? Sorry, the actors from the films. I believe they would be or film. I mean, because I mean, honestly, I actually believe they would. That all the actors would be because they're well, because one, they're not like uh, giant, like a list actors like Tom Cruise or anything that are busy like all the time. Right. So I'm betting they have the time and do this, and probably want to. I think the guy who played Rorschach went on to play Jackie uh, Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley went on to play. Uh, Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was him. He was in a, another show. He was in a show, too. Uh, lasted like one season. It was on, I think it was on Fox, so big surprise yeah, that big it lasted surprise one, last season, one season, right? Uh, was it Minority but, Report? Was he? No, no. Oh, that's, oh, that's, no, no, on, no, that's on currently. Oh, the current... No, it was... Yeah. I don't know what it was. Yeah. It, it was like a person of interest style show, but... Hmm. Not like the actual show, Person of Interest? No, well, kind of like that. I, I honestly ne- can't remember what it was. I've never seen Person of Interest. Well, apparently it's cool. Yeah, I haven't things. seen it either, but um, my one friend uh, tells me that it's really cool watching Jim Caviezel just kick the crap out of people. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't want to see Jesus take it to the limit? Now I'm just going to think about the song, Take It to the Limit. Yes, exactly. Anyway, um, but, so, I mean... I love uh, the guy that played the comedian. Um, oh, oh, he! I'm not gonna remember. Wow, his name. and I he was on uh, Super Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, he yes. played uh, Sam and Dean's dad. Yeah, a John very Winchester. cool role. Yeah, no, he he's been in a couple other things I've seen too. He was in a horror movie. Uh, oh, what was that movie? He basically daughter had like a haunted box. She got at a uh, mm-hmm. at a garage sale. It was a really good movie. I liked it a lot. Uh, he was really good in that. I'm trying to think about what else I've seen. Anyway, but yeah, a, I, I would. He was by far. He was in. I think he was by far mm. my favorite character besides Rorschach in that film. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, like the, I, the and the comic for that uh, matter. The comedian's like a really enigmatic character. Yeah, like, he's really dark, but he's absolutely, like, you know. To a, I, the, the comics did a better, I think, job of making him understandable. But that opening fight scene. Oh yeah, it's great. Was, which because they didn't include that in the comics directly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know. Did you ever read Watchmen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I actually, uh, personally, and spoiler alert, if you haven't even seen or read The Watchmen, that you're doing something wrong with your life. So yeah. here goes the spoilers. Classic Alan Moore story. You should read it. Or, uh, watch it. or both. So you know how in the comic how it ended with some giant, like, tentacle monster? Right. It was like it was like the ending to the first Borderlands, and I was like, what? No, I, I mean, I, a lot of people disagree with me, but I really like that, the way they did it in the film, the way they wrapped it up differently. Oh, yeah, no, it was just like a giant nuke, and I, I liked that way better. I mean, it was, because that would have been a little well. One, a giant tentacle monster is kind of difficult to animate, and two, uh, yeah, it, it would have looked weird. It would have looked weird, but I think I mean, in this, in the sense of the story, it made sense. The idea was, I mean, ultimately, the idea in both is to unite the, the world against a single force. Yeah. And in the movie, it was supposed to be like an alien. Like they were, we were supposed to think it was like an alien yeah. that teleported to Earth. But I do think. Um, I think they handled it better in the film, and I would like to see. I would wonder if maybe if they had more time, if they had the full, like a full HBO miniseries. Or, um, sorry, I should have asked: Is this? Are they saying this series is going to be a pre-Watchmen kind of deal, or is it going to be a um, I, the events of the films? I honestly do not know. I mean, for now, it's just Zack Snyder signed on, and there are rumors. Oh, so oh, it's I'm rumors. not sure where this is going to fall. Okay, I thought there was something that was like officially announced. Well, I mean, it was officially announced that Zack Snyder signed on for it. <laughs> Okay, like by HBO or I was it announced? So, yeah. Okay, I believe it was HBO's blog 
that uh, first announced something about it. Oh, okay. I mean, if, if any network's going to do Watchmen right, it's going to be HBO. Oh, of course. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's, it's got to be Showtime or Stars are pretty you know, decent, but like HBO is known for you know, Game, I mean, of Game of Thrones. Yeah, like they're yeah. known for taking an existing written Sopranos. work and adapting it. Well, I mean, it's not an existing yeah, written yeah, work, but, but... An example of a good... Just print series. gold. Yeah. Like, and, and actually, like, I would say the, uh, like, the poor person's HBO would be USA. Because, like, every show I've watched on... Just, just about every show I've watched on USA is is amazing. Suits, White Collar... Burn Notice. Burn Notice. Burn Notice um, is by far my favorite. I'm trying to think about what else I've even seen on... Covert Affairs. I've heard of all of these Covert shows. Affairs is super good. Yeah. Is it still on? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, Burn Notice. There, there, was, there, was, there are a few shows here and there that I, I don't think are, like, up to par and won't make it. Like, there was one, it was about a uh, a sports therapist that was trying to get this guy, this one sports athlete, to, like, you know, come, like get back to his therapy and, like, come back and play the game and not suck. Mm-hmm. And it was... It was called Unnecessary Roughness. Oh, I remember I remember hearing about that. Like that was another one. I, I could only see that show being like a one season deal, but it got it got like a second season and yeah. I'm I'm like, I don't really know how you end up like writing that kind of thing. Because you, you with with a premise, you only have so much you can actually write. Right. I mean that's why I was kind of asking about Watchmen is because is it going to just like is it gonna lead up to the events of the I know you don't know, but yeah. like you know, you have a lot more source material if you start before the books actually start, or the book. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I they mean, had the... I, I only read the, the Rorschach section of it, but they had a before Watchmen series and a prequel game on Xbox 360. I think it was also on uh, PS3. Really? I didn't, I didn't see the prequel Yeah, game. it was like a beat-em-up style brawler where you played as Rorschach and Night Owl. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was actually... It was pretty fun. Uh, I only played like the first... Like, the first it, was, it was a chapter-based game, too. Okay. Like, it was, I think it was like five chapters. I think I played the first two. Um, but yeah, that was a really cool game. I, I would like to see... That's a type of game that has kind of, in my opinion, disappeared. Like uh, what, Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh yeah. Like, it was um, like that kind of actually, game. you should check out uh, the new Transformers game that just came out. Oh it, oh yeah, you were telling me about that. Uh yeah. I thought uh, you said that was more like. Sorry, I should have specified because you described that as more like Metal Gear Solid when we talked about it, right? Uh no. 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 Was it made Am by the watching? same people that made Metal Gear Solid Revengeance? Oh yeah, no, no, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid Rising, Revengeance. Rising, yeah, yeah, or it, Metal Gear Rising, not Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, not Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, Metal Gear Rising is like way different than Metal Gear Solid itself. Yes, yes. Like if, if if you could describe, if you would like classify it, Metal Gear Solid is a very low profile game mm-hmm. where it's the point of doing and being stealthy, whereas Metal Gear Rising is just, hey, let's go nuts. Let's slice everything in half. The reason I differentiate is because I've seen the, the previews for that Transformer game. It does look really good. I've, I think I watched uh, Tom watch Total Biscuits review and I watched it with him or his uh, overview of it. Mm-hmm. The reason that I differentiate between that and like Marvel Ultimate Alliance or the Watchmen game is because the thing I really liked about those games is that it was like four people. It was a console, you know, typically they're console games and it was four people like on one screen. Yeah. Like not split mm-hmm. screen, like actually all on the same screen and just kind of that. I don't know, that kind of... I played Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I really, that was like a game I loved playing with people, and I wish... like I've seen that... I feel like that kind of game has disappeared. Speaking of uh, Total Biscuit and uh, gaming... Mm-hmm, yes. Uh, we're not going to get too deep into this, but uh, John Bain, known as Total Biscuit on YouTube, uh, had an, uh, an unfortunate announcement this week that his cancer has returned uh, inoperably to his liver. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really sad to hear because... I know. Well, I know. Can- cancer is like not. It's, it's like no joke. It's like straight a big deal. No, extremely. And I, I don't know enough about cancer to really talk about it. Like I don't know if a liver transplant is in is in the possibilities or if that would help at all. But I, uh, I know he said he's going to fight it. He's going back on to chemo like he did for for last year when he had his uh, bout of uh, I think it was bowel cancer. So uh, you know, I hope he does well. Um, you know, for I don't uh, I don't think he's doing any kind of fundraiser or anything like that. No, I I don't think he will. I mean, he probably has. I mean, well, he he works for um, well, he works for a company. Not as far as I'm aware. Or is, far is, it, or is it all his independent? On really? Mm-hmm. That's no. That's very. That's actually very unique because the only other people's that, people that really do that, mm-hmm. like uh, PewDiePie. Oh, oh, you mean as opposed to being with a, a YouTube yeah, like network. like how Game Grumps are sponsored by Polygon. Yeah. Sponsored by Polygon, the. No, did I say Polygon? Website? Yeah. What did I what did I mean to say? 
uh, Polaris. Yeah, Polaris. That's yeah, what I okay. Mean. Yeah, again, a new, uh, they're part of a network. Yeah, they're part yeah, of a as network. As far as I'm aware, I mean, uh, Tom's not here to really confirm this because he would know better. I right. thought Total Biscuit was independent. He could be with Maker or one of the other big studios. I'll have to look into that. Um, but, I mean, again, I, I, I hope he does well. That's, yeah, I, I, hope, okay. I hope he's able to beat the cancer. And I uh, read, one of, read his tweet about it or his post about it. And, like, you know, he's right. Like, uh, if. Like a lot of a lot of like liver cancer affects like people much older than he. I mean, he's 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 our age. He's thirty one. Oh, he's thirty one. Well, roughly our age. He's a little older than us. So, like, and that type of cancer usually only affects like, or usually really hits uh, like people in their like sixties. Right. So, I mean, he has a better opportunity to. Yeah, because like those people, like people, like older people, like weaker. Physically. Yeah, so let's uh, let's move on from that. Yeah, so you know, sad times. Let's go on to a happier topic, like uh, murdering teenagers. Yeah, murdering teenagers. You know, not with cancer, but with a weapon. Yeah. No, um, I had to figure <laughs> out. I I think it's being. Man, I always should really look over the. I look, I read all these articles. I add them to the show notes, and then I forget the exact details before we come on. I think it's being kickstarted. Yeah, uh, so it's a Kickstarter campaign to fund a new Friday the 13th game. Yeah, that sounds super cool. I, I had a chance to read about this, and it seems it seems like a really cool uh, style game. And um, Well, see, I'm surprised that it's being Kickstarter, because that means it's not... I think if I read the Kickstarter correctly, it's not official yet. The reason they have to raise the amount of money they do is part of it is to get the licensing, or to prove that they... Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I actually... I get that. That makes a lot of sense because, I mean, I actually honestly wonder how um, uh, Vivendi got the licensing to do a Predator game. I mean, they probably paid for it. I mean, I'm wondering like how much that was. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Predator: Concrete Jungle was a super cool game. I forgot about that game. Yeah, it uh, was really cool. So PS2 see. back in the day. <laughs> uh, so the Friday Thirteenth, the game, as the it's game, called, the game, uh, is currently at four hundred twenty-six thousand of its seven hundred thousand dollar goal. So it's Not bad. Waste, yeah, it's got a twenty-six days ago, so it's only been going for a few days. Um, but. Wow! Wait, it's only been going for a few days, and it already has over half of its goal. I think so. I don't think it's that been sounds. Going. That's a lot. That's awesome. I'll have to look back, but I don't think it's. I think it's maybe been a week. Is that how long it's been out? They've also got a bunch of stretch goals. They don't show them, but I see them listed as going up to four million. So oh, I wonder what they. Wow. I wonder what those goals are. I'd be interested to see more. better graphics. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that would really suck if that's like the, if like seven hundred thousand is going to get us like a Minecraft style Friday the Thirteenth. No, 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 game. worse. It's a wireframe. It's all wireframe. <laughs> that's literally the call. Of, call back to nineteen eighty five on that. Call, no, no. I was going to say seven hundred thousand dollars gets them the license and like one programmer to work for three days. <laughs> no, uh, but it reminds me a lot. There was a game. I'm going to laugh at this. Last year came out. It was called Last Year. What? And the idea was it was supposed to be a horror movie game where one player played as a type of horror villain, whether a Jason Voorhees style, whether a Michael Myers, whether like an actual monster like right. Frankenstein. Um, and they, they got special abilities like the ability to, um, if they weren't in player sight, they could disappear and move super like lightning fast through walls to kind of just appear places like they do in horror movies. Yeah. And then it was a group of human players with different skill, different skill types, like a jock, a nerd, like different stereotypical horror movie characters. And it was like, a, like they had to do certain tasks in certain levels. Like they had to get to the boat and then they kind of like left for dead. They had to do certain things. And meanwhile, they have to try to not get killed by this monster. And that reminded me a lot of this. In fact, they, I went and looked it up after I started this game. Um, they actually, uh, whoever owns the licensing to Friday the 13th actually didn't sue them, but gave them a cease and desist saying that their one killer was too close to being like Jason Voorhees. Uh, okay. So I was wondering if maybe someone saw that and they decided, hey, you know what? I want to make a game like that, uh, but I want to get the licensing. Now, now it makes me think of, um, what is that game? Bromageddon? Bromageddon. No oh, idea. Uh, look this up. It's so cool. Are you talking, like, for some reason you made me think of... Uh, Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. No, this is this is worse. So Bromageddon is a side-scrolling shooter kind of game, like uh, like Contra, mm-hmm. and you play as the characters Bronin, uh, the Barbarian, Bronin the Barbarian. Oh, is it really? Yes, that's hilarious. Um, Bro Rambo or Bram- like Brambo. Brambo? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also um, Brominator. Like so, it, so it's like all these like 
like action movie stars like uh, obviously Rambo, Conan, uh, Terminator, um, a bunch of like and a bunch of other like action movie characters, but all their names are like bro based or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like wondering like how they're just like what what their process of any form of licensing if they did to get to make these mock up of characters. I mean, I guess you could just Well, I mean, if it's a if it's a mock, it can be a it can be yeah. a parody law. They don't have to pay for licensing. They only you only have to pay for licensing if one like I said in the case of last year where you're that close that it seems like it's copyright infringement or where you're literally trying to get like licensed characters. But other than that, I don't think they really have to worry about it. Right. I uh, as I look more into this game, I'd forgotten about this. That essentially I wonder when they started development on this because this seems so much like the game last year, uh, that that the one that was announced called last year. So I am interested to see which one comes out first and which does better. I do like the fact that like being an officially licensed game, it's going to be at like the official locales, like it's going to be at Camp Crystal Lake from the Friday the Thirteenth films. I'm in, I'm interested to see where it's going to go. I, um, but I really, like, I remember when they announced last year, I was like, oh, this is the game I've been waiting for, because I love horror movies. It, they're by and far my favorite type of film. Granted, you're not going to have Patrick Bateman in a game like this. It just wouldn't work. I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't, um, it wasn't Bromageddon. It was Broforce. Oh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, Broforce. Was that, like, a chapter in the game or something called Bromageddon? No, I, I don't just, know why I just went to Bromageddon, because that, that, your... like that seems like a really easy place to go to for that name. That's your that's your pet name for a game you want to make, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're going to make Brom So here, uh, Bromageddon. Let's see if I can bring up some of the characters. Okay, so uh, the, bro, the bro names parody these uh, fictional action heroes such as John Rambo, John McClane, Chuck Norris, Mr. T. Um, oh, Ripley. Wow. Terminator. And uh, let's see. Oh yeah, it, no, it's Rambro and Brominator. Rambro. But yeah, it's like their character names are like some variation of bro. And it was like um obviously <laughs> uh it was based off of Ex- uh, Expendables 3. Ah. That was just a little But um yeah, no, this Friday the 13th game, uh the gameplay seems really cool in which you take the role of Jason well, you can also take the role as one of the... Again, no, let me like the that. You, you either take the role of Jason or one of, I guess, seven or six or seven um, camp counselors. So obviously the camp counselors are going to have to probably like run and hide and or try to kill Jason in some way or probably just run and hide and survive. Escape. Yeah, survive. escape. Well, there was a game, Until Dawn, that came out recently... Uh, that you had to try to survive the night, and it was supposed to be like um, that—that's not the same yeah, type of game. No, no, that's no, more no. story I actually based. would relate it more to a game, like well, actually, like the um, the uh, the ha- the the Half Life based mod game, um, Prop Hunt. Never played that one. Okay, okay, so it's one of the plethora of Half Life mod games. Okay, um, as there are other yeah. being like Gary's mod. Counter Strike, yeah, Counter Strike. So prop hunt is you have two teams. One team is the hunter. One team is the props. And the prop <laughs> team have uh, like have the uh, the ability to transform to any object in the on the map. Ah, yeah. So and the hunter team has to go and find like which one, like which, like where these people are hiding. And what they're hiding as, and it's actually like oh that yeah, it's sound, it's a really fun. cool game. And so I get what you're saying, how that could be similar to um, yeah the Friday Thirteenth game in terms. Of and there was another like game that. that Achievement Hunter played that I can't remember what it was called, but it was a PC game where one person was like this invisible killer, and everyone else like was like some kind of like uh, like soldier. Wasn't fear kind of like that? Uh n- no well no. no I don't I, no fear it's... had a multiplayer but it was all just soldier fighting yeah I yeah. think it was all just soldier fighting I didn't really bother because fear uh fear three or for three R for three R yeah um was terrible 
It fear, was? Yeah. Fear I only was, played the original. Fear was... Um, the first one was amazing. Fear 2, I was like... Okay, I was, wouldn't go with amazing. I think the first one was good. Well, I, I thought it was pretty good. Like it, was, it was good was, for what it was. I thought the story was actually better than the gameplay. Like, yes, the absolutely. More interesting. Actually, I, I really liked some of their uh, their scares. Oh yeah, they gave it to they they gave to you. Yeah. I mean, you could you could actually predict that game because every other level in Fear was either going to be a horror uh, a horror level or an enemy level, right? And that's literally how it went. It was just every other level. I never understood. Like, it took me a while. I still don't really understand like where the mechs came from. And uh, don't question it. <laughs> just don't just don't ask. No, I, I really enjoyed the story of Fear, and for three R just wasn't as good, but wasn't it wasn't great at all. But um, I mean, it's it's definitely not great. When I pre-ordered it, and then didn't pick it up for two weeks, and then when I went to go get it two weeks later, it was already thirty-five dollars. Yikes! And that's yeah. also why we don't pre-order. Yes. Well, wait, was it? Well, it worked out for me. I mean, I didn't pay sixty bucks oh, for it. So you only had like five dollars down on it. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, no, I didn't. Down. I didn't pay off the whole thing. That's like, really terrible though, that it went down that quickly. I know um, that really says something. I want to talk about some more gaming news, but first, uh, we're going to go to a quick word from our affiliates. Want to get the most out of your dollar? Amazon is the world's largest online store with millions of items available at prices significantly below retail. Plus, with Amazon Prime, you get free two-day shipping, unlimited music and movie streaming, and Prime-only discounts. Just go to commongeek.tv affiliates and click the link for a free 30-day trial. Doing that supports our show so that we can keep making great content for you. Hooray! Go so... On. Rooster Teeth is making a game. Oh God! Sorry, I don't know why. Like, I, I just, I'm tired of Rooster Teeth. Your like, exasperated sigh is really no, interesting. No, I'm just. I guess I want Rooster Teeth to just be a a internet movie com internet short film company, and they now they're doing feature films, and now they're doing a game, and then they have a. News well, they've channel. always wanted to do a feature. I film. know. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's a that's a logical extension of what they already did. Not to but mention, they, they actually also did Strangerhood season two. I know. I know. I still need to watch. Is that out, actually? Yes. I need to watch yes, that. Yes, it is. Um, so I I just, like I said, I like Rooster Teeth. I love what they do. But it's just something about, like, they, a news channel never made sense to me. Well, uh, actually, uh, well, actually, I mean, you kind of got to branch out at some point. I mean, the, 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 the no is actually really, uh, like, it's actually really good. Yeah, it's not that I dislike it. It just seemed like, a, a, I mean, for I mean, it feels a lot like source-fed to me. Not right. I don't okay. want to bash other other places and how they do things. I just like I said, I I didn't understand why they did it necessarily. I mean, probably because they wanted to get news out there. I mean, because I mean, to be uh, I mean before that, all Rooster Teeth's content was just achievement hunter let's plays, and occasionally they'd put out a short. Yeah, well, I mean that's what I mean. It's like they it it that, all that stuff kind of fit within their staple of of established interests right. and i guess you're right people do need to eventually expand and try new things oh and and the podcast but now the, but for the no the no channel has like their news their news um videos mm -hmm. and they don't actually they, have any kind of written content do they uh i don't believe so but they also have the patch podcast yeah i knew about that and um uh, i guess they do some like more in-depth looks with the guys from with the guys from funhouse because mm -hmm. the, the funhouse guys are also a part of like the no Right. They also do stuff with the now too. Mm -hmm. um, so wait, wait, let's talk about this game though. What kind of game? So yes, makes? this game. Uh, actually, Rooster Teeth already has a game. They already have a mobile game where um, you take the role of like Bernie, Gus, I think Barbara. Is this like an animated adventure game kind of deal or kind of? Well, it's kind of. It's like you take you take on the role of one of them, and it's like a zombie shooter kind of game. I miss it when they did uh, Rooster Teeth comics. Oh, yeah, I miss those, too. Luke McKay was an amazing artist. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, but again, let's talk anyway, about this new game. So this new game is actually based off of their show, Ruby. Oh, I have yet to see that. It's on my Netflix queue. I've heard good Absolutely things. watch that. I mean, sadly, Monty, uh, Monty passed... Monty, the creator of Ruby, Monty Ohm, passed away in February. Yeah. So, uh, it's been that long already. Yeah, it's it's been that long already. So um, they've actually... Uh, Came together and they've started Rooster, uh, Ruby Season Three. The Ruby Season Three uh, green light trailer yeah. uh, just went up and it it looks great and I have high hopes for it because like while Monty was an incredibly talented animator, probably possibly the best in his field, like in in like the. Uh, amateur animator field, especially yeah, especially because he did everything himself. Yeah, not to mention like you, if you look at his past stuff, like 
uh, Dead Fantasy or the Haloid video. Haloid, that, that's the thing I knew. The Haloid of. video was the first one that uh, got like such a huge reach back on game trailers. Oh my gosh. Like game way trailers. back. That was, that's over a decade ago. That's insane. Yeah. Game trailers. But yeah. So, Still around though. I mean, so they have like plenty of other animators and so they've all... Um, like they they've all been wanting to keep it going, and so I'm glad to see that Ruby is Ruby season three is a, is a thing that's happening. And like I was saying, Ruby the game. So Ruby uh, is going to be a game with an original story uh, outside of um, the series. The series, yes. Does it involve the same characters then? Yes, you play as you can play as one of four main characters. Uh, Ruby Rose Weiss. When you say it's outside the story of the of the series, do you mean that it like it's like a side alternate universe or side story, story. like Like a side story, or just hey, this is this is something that happens at somewhere you know in the series, Mm -hmm. but you know it's kind of in a way canon but non canon kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so it it looks great. It's going to be um like a kind of like a Dynasty Warriors style hack and slash game. Oh, okay. I can see yeah. that for what I for what I do know about Ruby. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, it, it, and they put they put up uh, like some gameplay previews of it, and it's going to be released on Steam. So that's super nice. Hmm. And uh, it's part of Steam's Greenlight program, mm-hmm. which in two days it got greenlit. Wow. I mean, that makes sense. It's Rooster Teeth. They yeah. Have that kind of yeah. Backing. I mean, yeah. They they do have that kind of backing. I mean, you saw how quick um, they got funded for the movie. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. It, that's nuts. I mean, I, I love what they do, and I love that they're doing what they're doing. And I I just hope the best for Rooster Teeth and everything in the future. Because, you know, who doesn't want to see Rooster Teeth do things forever? I mean, I want to see Rooster Teeth. That's the thing. is like, I guess, in my head, you know, I would like to keep them, see them do the things that I have known them for. Like, you know, I, not that I need Red versus They've actually forever. They, well, they actually have done, um, been doing shorts again recently. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, they're actually, they're pretty good. I mean, uh, the Rooster Teeth short, like, again, to me, when I ever I think Rooster Teeth, like, the things that I still associate them with and the only things I realistically pay attention to are R- Red vs. Blue mm-hmm. and the podcast, like, the original Rooster Teeth podcast. Right. I guess right. it was called The Drunk Tank, frankly. Yeah, The Drunk Tank was pretty good. But find it, it to brand, rebrand and be more mature. Rebranded more. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. You you heard some of the names. I'm, well, actually, it's funny. When you talk about um, rebranding and mature, uh, Funhouse's podcast is called Dude Soup. Which yeah. which dude soup was? It, there's a story behind that um, in their first podcast where they came or they're trying to come up with names for what they were doing before they finally decided on Funhouse. Oh, like dude soup was a thing that came up, and then dude they just soup? dude soup, yes. Okay. And so they just speculated what dude soup would be, and boy, that got weird. I can only imagine. Yeah. So I mean, you know what? You want to be professional? Cool. You want to have fun? Cool. They just do your thing. Uh, so wait, wait. Back, I want to talk about the gaming news that I was originally referring to. Right, uh, is that Steam? Uh, the first batch of their original hardware, the Steam Link and the Steam Controller, uh, went out to early early pre-orders uh, this oh, week. Oh, cool! Uh, the official uh, intentionally, yes, intentionally. Okay. The actual launch is on November 10th, so it's a little ways away at this point. Ooh. Um, but Exciting. if you pre-ordered it, I forget when it was. If you pre-ordered it before a certain point, you got it now. So is it is this um, Steam Box that we're, we're going to be seeing? I mean. All right, so there's Steam OS, which is like their right. official OS, and Steam Machines, which are going to be like their mini computers. So they have their own controller. Right. Then they have the Steam controller, and the Steam Link is a device that hooks into your TV and streams from an existing computer. Okay. So like if like Tom's computer there could go to a Steam Link uh, in another room, and then you ooh, uh, it works. They a couple reviews I've seen say that it the Steam Link itself will work with an Xbox 360 controller, either wired or with the wireless dongle. Uh, it'll work with a <laughs> PS. Dongle. Good lord! It'll work with a <laughs> PS4 controller and a PS3 controller, but those it'll only do wired. Um, and then it works with the Steam controller, and it'll take up to four total controllers. Uh, I, I really like that they're coming out with their own control. Obviously, it's probably going to be Bluetooth. It is Bluetooth. Uh, reviews for it have been mixed. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of the reviews I read said that uh, it takes a lot. It's going to take a lot of getting used to because of having the two trackpads. Like, it's so foreign to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was talking with Tom about two how two trackpads. Yeah, you haven't seen it. I actually have not. No, it has two trackpads at the top, a joystick, and then uh, four buttons on the bottom. Interesting. Left, or bottom right. You know that honestly, the way you were holding that just kind of feels like an N sixty four controller. 
No, because it doesn't have the middle. Well, right, but I mean, just, the middle bullshit. Well, it kind of gets what. Hey, don't knock that middle bullshit. No, that that controller was ridiculous and stupid. That controller is the Nokia phone of controllers. I'm not saying it, it wasn't ne- durable. I, I tell you what. No, no, no a was, GameCube controller was damn durable. No, the N64 controller is the most durable controller I've ever seen in my life. I more than an never, NES. Yeah, absolutely. I've ne- I've broken an NES controller easily. I've I have only ever broken a N64 controller once, and it was intentionally, and it was with a lot of force. Like just recent, uh, actually, well, recently, but last year, um, I I was like, hey, uh, saying to my friends, hey, let's play Mario Party again. You know, this will be fun. So it was like three of us. You made bad choices. And oh no, you don't have no idea how bad this gets. It was three of us, and I put Peach on there on uh, hard to give kind of a challenge. Well, she proceeded to just shaft me, like, every opportunity she got. Like, it was ridiculous. And to the point where I was, like, one space, literally one space away from getting a star. Uh She lands, she gets enough spaces to hit Boo and steals enough coins for me so that I have, like, 45, or not, not, it was, like, so I have, like, 18 coins not enough to buy a star Aww. i was right there i got so pissed off i just took that controller and i was like motherfucker and just slammed it down and it broke no it didn't even break like the only oh, so thing- this is a separate story from when you broke one yes oh okay Th- this is uh you just want to tell me about your roid rage past yes uh th- like I, I it did break kind of like it like just the bottom the middle part just separated a little bit mm-hmm. not even broken and how i had to break the, the the one i intentionally broke there's a story behind that but i won't go into that yeah it's, it's kind of gross so then i intentionally broke that by i just started like just full-on like bolo swinging it and then i just slammed it straight into the ground and even then it still barely broke did it impale the ground that's, that's it, in my it head might as well that. Is. I imagine impaling yeah. the ground and you're yeah. just pulling a of ground out. It might as well have because it, it barely broke at all. Wow. So I'm saying N64 controllers, hands down, are the most durable controllers in existence ever. But yeah, so the dual trackpad, the idea is because you're playing PC games and yeah. you want to be able to map it to work various ways. But I was talking with Tom, with all of the all of the controls are remappable. Okay. Oh, this. okay, okay. So like... You that's could, nice. Yeah, to me, I was like, Tom is used to... Uh, like he said that he could get used to moving with the trackpad, like you did with the left analog stick on like a on a three sixty or right, PS3 right, right. controller. Uh, I was saying you turn, um, you just use because the, there is there's two trackpads and then an analog stick. Use the analog stick for your movement and then use the trackpad for looking around because that would be more familiar with like a mouse or a trackpad. Right. Um, but yeah, the uh, the some of the reviews, one of the ones from I think it was PC Gamer. I'll have to look it up and I'll try and put it in the show notes. Um, PC Gamer said that the trackpads were buggy and inconsistent, but a lot of the other reviews said that like they didn't have any problems. They just felt it's going to get take a lot of getting used to or uh, re. They said forgetting certain muscle memory. Is, well, I mean, I mean, any controller it. takes some getting used to. Yeah, but I mean, this is fundamentally different from any other controller, really. Well, I mean, if you never owned a Dreamcast mm-hmm. or a PlayStation, and like your only uh, instance of controllers was like Nintendo or Sega. Mm-hmm. And then you come along to the 360, and or no, even even the Xbox with the white and black buttons. Well, no, no, I'm not saying like those are about like where things are placed. Mm-hmm. It's not fundamentally different in terms of how you use it because a trackpad is not the same as right, as right. a uh, as a joystick. It just isn't. So I like I am yes super and no. Ex- I mean, I'm super excited to try it out. I really want to get. Uh, it yeah, it would, be, it would be nice to try out. And what why I think this is good for Steam is that means that every game will have. Controller, that controller was support. Exactly. Is that the, the Steam Link will work with the 360, which is like mm-hmm. the most popular gaming controller on PC currently. Right. Um, but it'll also work with your other ones. And then they have this, which, like I said, is made for PC gaming pretty much. I mean... Excuse me. And I mean, because uh, I have Skyrim mm-hmm. on Steam, and I use my 360 controller for that. Yeah. And that's really nice. But I, I do wish a lot more Steam games did have controller support. Tom always gets annoyed because that's like, one, like whenever he talks to me about a new game... You know, unless I know for sure that it's not gonna. I, one of the first things I always ask him is, "Does it have controller support?" Yeah. Because like, while I don't do it now, once the Steam Link is out and the Steam controller out, I would love to hook that up in the living room and just like go, that, just that, go nuts. To yeah. me, to me, uh, and Tom and I fundamentally disagree on this. 
to me, uh, laying back in a chair uh, in like a recliner and playing it on TV is a much more relaxing experience. I agree. Whereas Tom says, you're playing a game. Why are you relaxing? It's pretty much like his standpoint. I, I, I agree he, on the relaxing like, part. He is like, like face to yeah, the... Yeah, no. His face I, is I get right that. up to the screen. I mean, I get that in certain ways, but like it's... I, I enjoy uh, being in a comfortable position when playing a game. Like, mm-hmm. And I found out that DJ and I do the same thing. Like when we get like tired of just playing the game, we just like kind of like... Just put put one arm on on like resting on top of our head and just like play the controller to the side. I've seen like a lot of people do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, like sometimes I'm just bored. I'm just like, Meh. it usually happens mostly. It happens mostly when I'm drunk. I'm really liking it when you make uh, visual gestures that people yeah, are listening people aren't going to see. That's why I described it. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I can still taste that. I'm sorry. I'm just reminiscing about a drink I had last night that my friend, who's a bartender, he. Uh, can you describe it? You have yes, my, actually. You have my interest. No, it, it was super good. He, he basically, he just took a bunch of stuff like he had around the kitchen and just started mixing it. Uh, oh. It started with... Um, that seems like it could get dangerous real shush. quick. Shush. It's good. Uh, he started with uh, some like uh, butter shots liqueur. Mm-hmm. And added some uh, creme de uh, casal. You're two for two of things I haven't had before, but it sounds it's good. delicious, yeah. Uh, and some vodka and then had sour mix, orange juice, some sugar... Peach juice and right, so you like got a mimosa peaches. in there because of the no, that's, that's what I'm saying. And so I drank this and I'm like, the butter shots made it kind of like a, a syrupy flavor. And I said to him, I'm like, Andy, this tastes, this drink tastes like breakfast with a mimosa. Yum. Yeah, like it, it felt like I was eating like a waffle with syrup and having you, a mimosa. I'll have to have you write that down. Yeah, I'll, I'll, put like, a, I'll make a link in the show notes. So I'm, I'm uh, yeah, make a link in the show notes for for breakfast delight. We'll call it breakfast delight. Yeah, yeah, that's a great drink. I'm gonna. We got to copyright it before he does. I know, right? But no, it, it, yeah, I actually can still taste a little bit, and it's super good. Sticking on our rather heavy gaming Sorry. focus. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. No, that was interesting. But uh, do, do coming back to Steam controller, uh, the one actually the one thing I'm interested about. With it, um, you said trackpad. Do you can you bring up a picture of this? Uh, yeah, uh, I would actually like to see it. I, yeah. I haven't actually seen it. I've only it. heard great rumored things about it. Uh, yeah, I mean they announced it a while ago. I know you. There's certain things, especially when it comes to PC gaming, that's not like your forte. To right, up right. With. It's, it's not my forte. I've done PC gaming. This isn't the best picture, but okay. Oh, 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 okay. I see what you're getting at there. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You press the button in the middle to bring up the Steam overlay. You've got the trackpad. So that trackpad has the D-pad on it. I mean, you can again. It's remappable. You can. Well, make no, it I'm, I'm saying like that trackpad does have the D-pad on it. It's not. It's not buttons. So I know it's not buttons, but you could set it up that way. Yes. Yeah. So okay, that's basically the same as if I'm playing like a Sonic game on my phone. Yeah, I think I think that's part of what they took it from too. Is like you know this is gonna be a very versatile. Controller. Well, not even that doesn't even have to be a Sonic game. It has to be any, any game because I actually did get a, a Game Boy Advance emulator and I had Pokemon Emerald on my phone. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. a lot of fun. So if you're used to playing like that. You know, this would probably be a little easier, in fact, to, to adapt to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, I, I'm actually really, it actually looks very nice, and I'm re- interested to try it. Maybe well, maybe that will allow me to get more Steam games, because yeah. there are a lot of Steam games mm-hmm. that I've seen that I've liked, and I've either, one, have not had the money, mm-hmm. or two, have, do not have the PC capabilities, or now that I think about it, three... Controller support is a big issue for me. Yeah, you want to hook yours up to your TV and relax. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't like. I yeah. I just want to hook it up to the TV. I just want to sit in my chair and just have fun. I just don't want to like be hunched over a keyboard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm amazed that I got through World of Warcraft uh, for a year playing with just the keyboard because <laughs> like, I, I I was begging for like some form of controller support, even Minecraft. Mm-hmm. I specifically downloaded a third-party Java program for controller support. Well, um, another thing Tom hates, but the Minecraft Windows 10 edition is based off of the build for the mobile version, so it has built-in controller support. Fantastic. And yeah. that would basically be the same as the 360 version. Exactly. Because it's the same controller. Yeah, in fact, they're supposed to be, I'm pretty sure, that eventually they're going to be uh, compatible to play with each other. Fantastic. The and I actually Windows hope that the, the Windows 10 version of Minecraft actually uh, has... Uh, large, and, and or that they keep up with the main updates from the yeah. I think the they will. Game. I mean, it's already behind right now because it's more equivalent to the mobile version, which is more basic. What I think uh, the mobile version may as well be Minecraft Minecraft, Minecraft beta beta vanilla version. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I also think Tom Tom has discussed this before. I think we've discussed it on the podcast even that it needs uh, mod support eventually. Absolutely, I think I think mod support is a 
But to me, like everything I do in Minecraft is so basic, like build a basic house. You're just a basic bitch. Yeah, I'm just a basic bitch. <laughs> um, I no, I build. So I build a pretty simple house. I everything I do is pretty simple. Uh, I go fight. I don't really fight a lot. Like I don't. I don't. Even though we have a bunch of mods on our server. I don't usually take advantage of like what they could do versus what the vanilla one does. Right. A few things though I have noticed that, that Tom's mentioned, like they don't have a map in the vanilla version, and I'm just like, how do you survive? Yeah, exactly. Wait, wait, wait. So sticking with the um sticking with the gaming focus, I want to move on to one other topic for today. Uh new Nintendo console. Yes. I actually have something very relevant to input about this. You have my attention. So about a year and a half ago. Specs were released about a, a Nintendo console yeah, I development. That. Yeah, and I like I, I the last time I think it was the last time I was on the podcast when we talked about Destiny. Uh, a little while ago at this point, maybe. Yeah. maybe I don't know. Um, but it, this actually the the guy who I watched that was part of the first raid team to complete it, the mm-hmm. new raid. Uh, it was him that was talking about these specs, and for like it, it at this point it was like, um specs for a theoretical console that Nintendo hasn't like hadn't begun developing a year and a half ago and now it's turned into the NX the specs for this thing that I read wait 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 can we just talk before we we get into the specs NX pretty cool name it's a cool name absolutely cool name we're gonna lose it honestly we had revolution they took that away from us they gave us Wii Uh, we're not gonna get to keep NX either nope I've I've given up hope of Uh, of Nintendo's cool names uh, it'll be it'll be uh, Nintendo Wii 2 yeah It'll be uh, Wii Cube 64. Wii, Wii, Wii Cube. Super Wii Cube 64. Wii Cube to the Super Wii Cube to the 64th power. Yes, yes. That's, that's what we're going to get. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah. But, uh, yeah. So the specs, uh, I don't know if they kept the same specs that was in this uh, article, but from what, I, from what I was looking at, they were like insane. Like, it was this, supposed to be super powerful. This thing is supposed, is could theoretically blow the PS4 and the Xbox One out of the water. I mean, that is one advantage. Like, they kind of came in early with the Wii U to the to the to yeah, this yeah. generation. If they just came around, they're like, you know what? We're cutting our losses. We're going to keep supporting the Wii U, but we're going to come up with a super powerful system for the more hardcore gamer. Exactly. And the thing is, like, Nintendo can do it, too, because they they don't suffer any sort of, like, profit loss like like, like I mean, Microsoft. Nintendo hasn't been... Let's not... Let's play, um, play it around like Nintendo's doing really, really well. Um, but like they do have a loyal fan base that sure, is pretty sure, good and I, I know they did take a dip with the with the Wii and the Wii U or no, with the Wii U. The Wii was, I'll say, the Wii was ridiculously well selling at least at first. The Wii, yeah, the Wii was amazing, and everyone I know, like everyone had a Wii. Yeah, and I remember when Wii first came out, uh, you actually couldn't even get them because they were sold out. For I remember months. Uh, my mother said that she was going to go. Uh, she asked me, she's like, how bad do you want one of these? And I didn't at the time. I told her that. She's like, good, because I was going to go stand in line for like Black Friday. And I'm like, yeah. don't do that to yourself. Yeah, no, you wouldn't even be guaranteed one. Yeah, no, that's what she, she in fact, she ended up doing that for me for something else. I didn't know that she was going to do this. But uh, she said that she's glad that she was there for something else and not the Wii because she was the person in front of her got the last ticket. Oh, man. That's yeah. so... Oh, wow. But anyway, so this new console, the NX, it's supposed to be a platform of mm-hmm. both a console and a handheld. Not, now, to, not I don't think yeah. they come together, but they're supposed to be compatible with each other. I believe is how I understood it. Really? Yeah. So, uh, so here, wait. Here, I'm gonna read. Uh, no, see the the thing I think of though is like the Wii U. Right, you're thinking like Wii U having the tablet. From what I'm understanding, these are two different pieces that you could buy one or the other. Like I think it's both a sequel to the Wii U and to the 3DS. Right, and, the, and what I was talking about, those specs also included a handheld. Okay, so maybe they do handheld. include them together. So. Maybe they, like, maybe they are included uh, together but work independently as well. Because like when, when I keep so imagining this, I keep imagining the Wii U. Because with Wii U games, you can actually just play it on the tablet as well. Right. Because I, I know I could do but that But you with, have to have the with console with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously. I've seen things like that where someone will go to a... Um, like they'll be on, on a trip and they'll plug into a power outlet for the system and then just play on the tablet. Uh, you could... I think you, could, you had that kind of capability with the PSP. I mean, with the PSP, you could do it over the same network. You couldn't take it with you. I, th- uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I guess theoretically, you could do that. Actually, to you know, you know what it kind of reminds in. me of, though. Uh, do you remember the N gauge? The cell phone. Yeah, it was. It was, it was kind a cell of a cell phone and also a gaming handheld. Yeah, it did not do well. I remember that. No, much. it did not. And I actually am a little sad about it because my one one of my high school friends had it. It was actually it was pretty cool. Yeah, well, now we all have gaming consoles in our, exactly. in our pockets. But yeah, exactly. Engage was ahead of its time. Now I'm actually thinking about downloading an emulator for uh, 
For the end gauge? Like, no, for for like old Game Boy games because I want to play some old Pokemon. Oh, okay. I mean, Emerald was awesome playing it on my. Uh... I have a. I have a game. I was gonna say I have a Game Boy Color, and then I also have the adapter that went on the bottom of the GameCube to play advanced games. Oh, nice. Yeah, I need to hook that up sometime. Uh, but yeah, like so. Uh, like the end gauge, I thought was a, a pretty interesting idea, mm-hmm. and this this kind of I I, th- I feel like this is what the uh, the NX handheld is gonna feel like to me. Mm-hmm. Like you can just take it on the go and but I think go it'd be anywhere. Real, I think it'd be really cool if you could buy the handheld on its own. Like maybe have the console come yeah. with it, but if you could buy the handheld on its own and still have them be compatible like that. Like imagine, I mean, they kind of did this back in the day with the Game Boy Advance. You could all take the handheld and play like on the GameCube for I think it was Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Uh yeah yeah but I'm saying imagine if you could do, if everybody had the handheld and you could all like play the game you know imagine there's an idea if you could all play the game like have eight people playing four people on controllers and four people on handhelds yeah I mean th- that's possible I mean I'm not saying it's on outside the realm of possibility yeah. I, I mean, mean I there's a there's a new um well actually you talk about multiplayer there's a new uh, Zelda game that's gonna be coming out that's that I think can be like a three person multiplayer kind of deal. Oh, nice. I mean, maybe it's four people, but... Four is more common, but... Yeah, I mean, because they had Legend of Zelda Four Swords Adventure, like, uh, back on the GameCube. Yeah. A lot, uh, of, nost- that a lot spawned, of GameCube nostalgia that spawned, that spawned a lot of uh, interesting VG Cats webcomics oh, about that one. Apparently, like, the Red Link was the insane one. I forgot about VG Cats. It's They're still around. Time. They are? Yep. Oh, man. Webcomics uh, aren't dead. I didn't say they were dead. I read webcomics every day. Yeah, me too. Well, uh, not every day, but I... Hashtag, question, hashtag questionable content. Uh, haha. Get get some uh, cyanide and happiness in, into me, like, every so often. Only if you want to be sad. No, well, have you seen their animations? Oh, yes, their YouTube like, channel is great. Like, Ted Bear? No, I haven't seen oh, that. Oh, you have to watch Ted, Ted Bear and Ted Bear 2. It's a parody of... Is it based of, on Ted? No, no, it's a parody of Bear Grylls. Oh, no. Yeah, so it's like this, this guy, Ted Bear, and he just goes around and he's like... Look at these delicious muffin ants. And, like, all the animals are, like, food. And, like, he's like, here's how to survive in the wild. And he's just, like, eating a whole bunch of, like, different... It's not, like, wildlife. It's, like, it's like if, if he's lived in Candyland. And, like, every creature was, like, some for, sort of food product. Oh, God. It's so funny. And then, like, the second one he shows, like, uh, animal defense tactics. Mm-hmm. And my favorite being... Um, the rattlesnake. Oh, wait, don't don't don't. Okay, spoil okay, it. I, I won't spoil it. it. I won't spoil yeah, it. But please it. watch it. It's okay. hilarious. Um, I do have one more topic I want to talk about. But first, we're gonna go to another message from our well, affiliates. Super quick before we do that, I actually I wanted to point out. Uh, I actually didn't get to finish this thought earlier, but okay. Um, Nintendo having the revenue to generate such a high power a uh, high power console like this. Okay. You look at the DS. The DS is literally a printable money maker. Like that's like they they just print money whenever they make a DS game and like I I would say like if they were having like a loss at some point how do they recoup that loss that loss mm-hmm. come out with a new Pokemon game they will recoup so quickly like everyone you know everyone in their in their damn mother will buy a po- new Pokemon game when it comes out okay you hey. will. Oh, I don't, well, actually, I haven't bought a Pokemon game in a while. I haven't bought uh, any of the new generation. I thought you bought Gen, one of the Gen 6 ones. Oh, wait, what's uh, X and Alpha y. Sapphire. I have Alpha Sapphire. Oh, you have Alpha Sapphire. I haven't okay, played it. Still haven't played it. Play it! I will. It's good. All right, and now for a word from our affiliates. Do you want to make a website? Want guaranteed uptime and WordPress support? DreamHost is a powerful web host with packages built for both consumers and business. DreamHost powers ComicGeek.tv and numerous other websites across the internet. If you want to start your website, go to dreamhost.com and use the offer code COMMONGEEK to get 10% off one year of hosting. Doing so will help support our show so we can make wonderful content at no charge to you. That's dreamhost.com, offer code COMMONGEEK. So, the last topic I want to talk about today. Uh, YouTube, for the longest time, has been rumored that they're going to be launching a subscription service. Right. Pay $10 a month and you get no ads on YouTube at all. Kind of like Hulu. Yes. Or well, Crunchyroll. I mean, or or Netflix, you know, just like the idea is like they're supposed. To, well, like a, I mean, with with sorry, it's a Netflix little, doesn't have ads though. Yeah, I know. I'm saying it's like ten dollars a month to make it a more Netflix like. Uh, well, if you're if you're removing ads, I would actually more relate it to Hulu and Crunchyroll. I mean, it's I guess because Netflix doesn't have ads. The, the point of the point of subscription Netflix is that you can watch it off of a PC. 
I mean... Oh, okay, that you can watch it at all. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, Netflix, you have to be subscribed. Sorry, I, I forgot that they used to actually do free uh, Netflix at yeah. one point. Hulu is free on PC. Yes, Hulu is free on PC. For basic ad-powered edition, and then you can pay to have less ads and on be on other systems, and then you can pay more to be on everything plus no ads at all. Yes. Crunchyroll is no ads. Um, Amazon Prime is no ads. Um, I've never actually tried Amazon Prime video. It's good. Is I mean... It? I haven't listened. Wait, wait, wait. So before we get into that, the thing is, I haven't checked out much of Amazon's original content, really, if any. The thing about YouTube and the the other rumor that's coming around now is that they're going to be releasing things that, like, they're going to be partnering with some of the top YouTubers to have content that is only part of this new subscription platform. Mm. So, like, to kind of like how Netflix makes original content to encourage people like to sign Smosh. up. I mean, yeah, I don't know who's going to be doing it. It's probably Smosh. PewDiePie. I mean, Smosh might be one of them. PewDiePie. Um, you know, maybe a bunch of other people I've probably never heard of, but are hugely famous, yeah. and wonder how I've never heard of them because they're hugely famous on yeah. YouTube. Well, I mean, Freddie Wong, I, that is like the one person I Freddie Wong. Freddie Wong is going to be in there because he makes some of the coolest content. Or Corridor Digital, but they partner. Oh, on. okay, okay. Yeah. Well, see, I, I mean, th- these are not like confirmed. That's just who I think of when yeah. I think who could make content that I would actually pay to watch. I would, I would pay to watch Freddie Wong. I mean, yeah. Freddie Wong is such a unique case. Because he started doing his, like, I remember you actually showed me his uh, first video. It was like a, a real life Minecraft one, I think. I don't know if that was his first video. No, maybe maybe that wasn't. Maybe that wasn't him. Might have been Quarter Digital. Quarter Digital has been done since maybe. Like that too. But uh, I do remember you showed me the one about how to make uh, a, an a, a steady action cam yeah. by, by using a uh, steering wheel. Uh, was that me? Yeah. Well, yeah. You showed it to me. I mean, you're the one who introduced me to. Frank I might have just forgotten. But yeah, like that, that was like a really innovative thing, and I thought it was really cool. Um, and then I remember we watched the uh, the video he made with John Favreau. I just remember the video. His favorite video by far will always be my the Keen Peel one that he did. Oh, the uh, the sniper or not? No, it was the, the double sniper. cross or whatever. Yeah, the double cross. That that was a super Mexican good. standoff. That's what Mexican it was. standoff. Yeah, that was a really good. Uh, that was a really good sketch. Mm-hmm. And no, not to mention he also has video game high school, and now he has his own uh, actual like video school mm-hmm. so that i mean he's like he's like a really unique case and someone on youtube just like branching out further but i do think like that kind of premium subscription only content is like no ads is like a cool idea for youtube yeah and i think it can help people but there are so many people that only watch youtube on their computer and will just throw on ad block but i think there is a good large contingent of people that but don't is that a thing what is that a thing like ad block what is that I don't. I don't watch it on my computer anyway. I watch it on my uh, PS4. Exactly, and I think or my a, phone. I think there's a large enough contingent of people that watch it on other platforms where you can't really do that. That they'll want like paying for no ads makes sense. Not to mention if they can get other content for it, it encourages them more. Right. Like I, I, I would like it to not be ten dollars a month because I'm paying so many ten dollar a month things now. Right. But I would definitely consider it more. Uh, I mean, I, I really don't mind the ads. No, like when, I, like the fifteen second ads, I don't mind, especially when they're like really creative, like the Geico ones, how they show you like the end of the commercial, oh, yeah, and then yeah, the guys yeah. like freeze frame, and people are still moving around. You can't around. skip this ad because it's already over. And yeah, people, I like I, I like creative ads like that. If like you have fifteen seconds to to showcase your product and make it uh, notable, go. And I think really, I think Geico's like done that, and they they have done that with like all of their other commercials too, like the uh, the guy who compares. Uh, how, like how easy is, uh, or like, uh, like Geico insurance is so easy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and then they'll have like a voiceover of someone saying it's not that easy. Or it's not, or, yeah, it's like, uh, well, I think the one was like, is there, it was. Um, I think they're just trying to put that poor gecko out of uh, out of yeah, out of, right, job. Out of business. And the one was like, oh, it was like a bad idea or something, and like a bad idea is pitching uh, playing a game of catch with Randy Johnson. Oh, and like he puts the. Or no, it was having a snowball fight with Randy Johnson. And <laughs> Randy Johnson puts a snowball like right through the garage door. Oh, wow. Or something like... And there was one for Elmer Fudd, too. And, like, I, I don't know. So I, I, can't lot, remember, again, I can't remember the commercials like completely. We're, but we're talking was, about a lot of uh, content that is unique and ads that aren't terrible that actually can yeah. make you chuckle. But like, um, uh, so, uh, and I like the fact that you have the option to skip long ads. I mean, there are some long ads that I will actually watch mm-hmm. because they're interesting. I like, have started to see more thirty-second unskippable ads. That is kind of, okay. That one I wanted to get to my next point. Okay, that is bullshit. <laughs> I feel like that's bullshit. It's like thirty-second, like a thirty-second. I feel like um, it needs to be more um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Proportional to the video. Like if I'm watching a, a minute and a half video, a 30 second ad seems a little extreme. A 30 second unskippable ad for a minute and a half video is is but if, ridiculous. But if I'm watching like a five, 10 minute video, I don't feel like that's a, that's a, a yeah. I mean, I, I don't see 30 second, 30 second unskippables coming up, coming up like a lot. Mm-hmm. Lately, I mean, I, I'll see it every once in a, a while. Of the and I'll groan. A lot of the videos I watch nowadays are ten minutes or more, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, uh, Game Grumps is like ten minutes or more. Yeah. Well, I mean, Rooster Teeth Let's Plays are like twenty minutes usually. Oh uh, no! Don't Rooster they? Teeth, Rooster Teeth Let's Plays are whatever the hell they want it I mean, to that, be. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. A I lot, a lot of times, it can be like anywhere from like a half hour to two hours. Yeah, and they also usually have mid-roll ads too. I think. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I've seen them. Sometimes I have not. Yeah. So I don't know. When I don't know how much it. control they have over that. I know they have control over whether they have ads or not. I mean, when when they want to put up, uh, I mean, the longest let's play I think I've seen from them was a two hour let's play for the game Fuel. Oh God! You know, you know that game. I remember that game. Yeah. So the one there's an achievement in Fuel where you have to drive from one corner of the map to the other corner of the map, hmm. and uh, and apparently it took them like two hours. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I'm interested to see one if they finally announce like there's this rumor about the paid YouTube subscription has been going on for like two years now. And just to see if it comes out, how much it's going to be, and uh, and like I said, what kind of content you'll get. Because the rumor is that they're going to announce everything next week, including the type of content that uh, will be subscription only. Like including some, they're going to probably refer to it as this premium content comes with your subscription. You know, they're not going to describe it as being, you know. Con- now my uh, question is, will you not be able to see that content? Right, that's the idea, is that it's only on the subscription version. So, so theoretically... No one, unless you paid for it, you'll be able to watch PewDiePie again. No, that I mean... That seems like incentive. Well... <laughs> the incentive to not pay for it. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Well, no, no, PewDiePie. no. PewDiePie, he's great. But there is... Uh, they've had that for a while, because channels have the option to create paid channels. Like, right. Like, PewDiePie could have a separate channel that's, like, paid only, that's, like, behind the scenes or something like that. Like, anybody anybody over a certain amount of subscribers, I think it's a 1,000, has that option. And then... Well, then there's also the thing where they actually have... Because um, the, the article uh, we were reading about this kind of worded it weirdly. It said, coming soon, paid videos to YouTube. Which is not true because there are already paid videos right, on YouTube. Right, because you can rent movies. Yes, yeah, you, you can, can rent movies. You can watch. I know there's a, a channel where you can actually uh, like pay to watch the episodes of Rick and Morty. Yeah, on there. So yeah, that that is not a very necessarily an accurate headline. But this idea of content that you only get through a paid service is still not 100 percent accurate because, like I said, there's paid optional channels. But right. I think it's interesting that you pay one fee as opposed to paying like three dollars per channel. You pay one fee and you get all of YouTube covered. Yeah. Now, see, I, I, um, I, I guess in a way, because I mean, if, if there's probably content you can, you won't be able to see without paying for it. Right. Now, I, I don't know if I, I, I really shouldn't say I don't know if I like that or not because I really don't have any strong feelings one way or the other about mm-hmm. that. But like, I just think about Twitch mm-hmm. and like how you don't really have to pay a subscription for Twitch if you yeah. don't want to. Right. But when you do, it helps out the the, the streamer. Well, I was say Twitch has Twitch Turbo, which gets rid of the ads. Like that's the same idea. It's eight bucks a month, and it gets rid of all the ads. And then you can also pay per per channel to support them. Yeah. Okay. Because I, mean, I guess when you you start have up- that option on YouTube is to pay. You have that they have a fan funding option where you can on their channel. So I like I said, I'm just interested to see. To me, that's why I compare it to Netflix. Is it's I am paying to get this platform where I can only get this content here. You know, you can only get House of Cards on Netflix. Really. Yeah, that's there. They made it. Like you can get it on DVD. Oh yeah. But I was saying like House of Cards, Orange Is the New Black, Hemlock. I thought House Road. of Cards was also on Fox. No, I mean they might have licensed it to play it at some point, but no, that's a Netflix original series. Uh, yeah, I swear. Oh, House House of Cards. No, I'm sorry. Kevin I'm thinking the Blacklist. I'm thinking the Blacklist. Very different. <laughs> Very different show. But James Spader. <laughs> James Spader is fantastic. Yes, I do like Ultron. Yeah, that came out last week. Oh yeah, that did come out. That did come out. That. I saw the. Does it have up. deleted scenes? I should go look at that. I don't know. I actually had. I actually remember I pre-ordered a copy at Fye, and I haven't picked it up yet. I should go do that. I should go do that. I'm going to do it uh, next weekend. Paycheck. Paycheck. Um, all right. Yeah. No, I'm super excited for that. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think we're going to start wrapping up for the day. This episode is running a little bit longer than usual. Adam, let's uh, tell me about some social media places you can find Common Geek. Well, it is longer than normal. You can find us on our website at commongeek.tv, where you can... Oh, God, you know what? It's so weird. I can't even form this dumb thing in a sentence. I'm just going to... Just wing, wing it. it. I'm just winging it. You can find us on the internets at our website, commongeek.tv, where you can find articles, reviews, and and podcasts such as this, and more content whenever we get around to that. That'll yeah. happen. I on promise. Occasion. Maybe. 
Promise. Maybe promise. You can also find us on iTunes where you can find this podcast and listen to it. Please write us five stars as we're awesome and you know it. We know it. So five stars. Yeah. You can also find us on Twitter at Common Geek TV. We'd love to hear from you. Please come tweet us something. Tweet us something cool. Hashtag do whatever. Hashtag CGRT. Hashtag CGRT. Really? Yeah. Oh, Common Geek Good yeah. job, buddy. Yeah, whatever. All right. You know what? It's Sunday. I mean, it might be Sunday. Who knows? What day is this that we're releasing this? I don't know. Monday. Shush. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Come to the internet and find us and chat and stuff. And uh, you can find me on the internet, uh, Twitter and Facebook, at R.C. Byler. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Adam L. Hefe. And today's episode was edited by Adam Costello. And, um, yeah, thank you for listening today. Uh, as always, we don't want you to call your mom. Don't call your parents. Ignore them. Um, they're bothering you this week. Yes. Tell them you them. need some time to yourself. Yep. Or call your mom. That's The spoon lie. Bye, everybody. <laughs>